Hey Fadies, I'm DM Brad, and this is a special interlude episode in which we take a look at what Trestlespoon was up to during his time leading the gnomes to the north. Josh is here playing his usual role of Trestlespoon Durr, and he is joined by Jules playing a gnome friend of his called Demi. In this short story, we're using the D12 Go RPG system developed by me. Hooray for me! If you like what you hear and want to check out the rules for yourself, just drop me a line on fateofison at gmail.com or at fateofison on all the socials, and I'll send you a copy of the playtest rules. Oh, and one last thing before we jump in. My mic is really bad in this one for some reason. I honestly have no idea why. It's the same mic I use in every other recording, but for some reason this time, it just sounds really, really shit. Uh, I'm sorry about that, and I have tried to cut myself out of this episode as much as possible. Josh and Jules sound great though, and the story is really fun, so I know you're going to enjoy it anyway. Alrighty, here we go. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do sneak plus two, diplomatic plus two, medicine plus two. And then I'm just going to put plants plus one. I don't know what that means. Plants. Just, just plant stuff. <laughs> plants plus one. I like it. Trestle spoon juggling apples. Oh, juggling. I should definitely <laughs> juggle. Juggling so should be on there. You can juggle tasks. You can juggle all That's kinds of tricky, things. That's under tricky, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surely. It's a trick. Yeah, you can juggle tasks. Yeah. You can juggle fighting two things at once. I've done tricky, detective, and nature. Big enough. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Thank you. That's good. Cool. All right, so we can move on to inventory, which that you don't assign any points to inventory. It's just for flavor of what you think your character might have. I'm going to have a, a, a hollow long stick that I use as a spyglass, even though it does not have glass in it, and it doesn't really work as a spyglass, but... It's, it's just a hollow stick <laughs> that I can use, like I can use to beat things and okay, do write things. Write it down. <laughs> Trestle Spoon has his scorpion tail daggers, which are like daggers on chain, mm-hmm. on like long chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, his glowing blue boots of spider climb. Yes. You can give yourself some potions or something if you want. Okay. I'll just have a herbs pouch that I can use for various things to make Plants. tea. <laughs> <laughs> to make tea and to patch wounds. <laughs> Plants. So you've got a hollow stick. And, and a herb pouch. And herbs. <laughs> I'm feeling good about this. I think I'm going to be fine. <laughs> well, the one one thing is certain is that Trestlespoon survives this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't necessarily have to. Can I also have a snazzy hat? You definitely can. The only thing left is your limit. But since both of you gave yourselves really low brawn, um, limit is two plus brawn, um, but there's a minimum of two. So you'll, you'll both just have two. Okay. okay. I don't know what that means, but yeah, I'm going to write it down. Limit said. two. Yeah. Limit is your health points. Oh. Um, two HP. Good. I'm sure this is going to go great. It's, it's more than just health. It is, you know, your ability to keep going. It's your morale, physical harm, emotional harm. Basically, when you hit zero, you're either unconscious or you are just like unable to continue until you get revived in some way, either through healing or uh, whatever fits the context. Doesn't this mean we're both like a hit away from being conked? Uh, no, this is a very low damage system. To give you some context on what a two means is that the absolute most damage possible mm. is a four. 
Okay. If you roll really badly and things roll really well, you could get fucked up. Okay. Okay. Well, it's okay. I've got my bag of herbs and I'm feeling yeah. good. I mean, I can't die, so. <laughs> and my you know. snazzy hat with a flower in it. Yeah, I'm, Trisha I'm Spoon's lo- got plot armor. Yeah, I'm loaded with plot armor. <laughs> plot armor. Can I write that down? <laughs> That's such a call. I use my plot armor. Plot armor. <laughs> Um, the story here is so the large group of gnome refugees has left the town of Sorm 10 days ago and have been walking as far as they can during the day and camping at night. Uh, they know their journey will be long and possibly dangerous, so they're traveling at a slow and steady pace to prevent injury or strain to the more elderly or infirm members of the group, uh, much to Trestlespoon's frustration. <laughs> Fury. He, he's got to move quick. He's like Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm like a shark. I've got to keep swimming. One night, the, the group is setting up camp on the edge of the Brugian Desert, and Trestlespoon and his trusty co-scout Demi spy what appears to be a curious formation of rocks, or maybe even man-made stone slabs on the sands, just at like the middle distance. Um, the sun is beginning to set, and the gnomes are settling in for the evening. But Trestlespoon's adventurous spirit compels him to investigate. Yes, it does. Where are you going, Tress? What are you looking uh, at? Those those rocks over there are really freaking me out. I'm going to look for adventure. Trestlespoon bolts off into the desert to uh, pursue the stagnant rocks. And And I think Demi sort of sort of paces on her feet going, oh, 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 and then just sort of goes, I'm coming, and just sort of runs after you. Trestlespoon thrusts both his hands in the air like like Rocky, and he, he says, woohoo, as he churns up a cloud of dust. <laughs> you sprint onto the desert sands, away from your group who recedes into the distance, and you come across, on closer inspection, what is very obviously a man-made slab of stone, very perfect rectangular big lump of stone and there's another one next to it and then there's another one that's sort of broken and there's clearly there used to be some kind of formation here that you would now i suppose describe as ruins mm-hmm. uh trestle spoon i assume gets there first and he puts his hands on the big rock that's still in one piece and can i use detective to see if there's anything going on with this rock Yep, so roll your d12, add senses and detective. And tell me what you get. Eight. Okay. Eight for an unopposed action is a questionable success. So you succeed at what you were trying to do, which is getting information, Mm -hmm. um, but there is a negative repercussion attached to that. So what information were you trying to get from studying the stone? See if there's any, I don't know, markings on it or like um, any way I can tell where this rock has come from or if there's like tracks nearby that I can follow to the makers of this rock. Okay, you run your hands along it in the the lowering light, uh, but with your gnome dark vision, the, the two of you can see just fine. And you feel that even though it's sort of covered in sand, you, you can feel that it is inscribed with like images someone had like this is carved this is maybe part of a temple or something and you feel um like the shape of 
clouds you feel the shape of like a shield and then you feel what seems like maybe like a large monster or like cr- large creature mm-hmm. of with like claws and stuff mm-hmm. and then the negative repercussion is you suddenly hear a clicking sound and the ground opens up beneath you trestle spoon and you begin to fall what would your immediate reaction be can i use my scorpion tails as a kind of hook to kind of fling onto the rock and stay above ground dope yes you can sick <laughs> I'll, I'll let you decide if that's precision to aim them or agility to react quickly i think it's precision that is five plus eight is 13 unnatural 12 you have a total of plus eight uh, I really just put it all in precision, to be honest. How much do you have for precision? <laughs> uh, plus eight. Plus eight total. You said it has to work out the plus two. Fuck. So my, we... brawn, my brawn is through the floor, so then I can put some steroids on my <laughs> other stuff. I mean, that's legal, right? Is that a loophole? <laughs> I've never had players go do anything over like outside of three so like above three and pl- above plus three or below minus three uh-huh. you've completely broken the game and i, like I want to see what happens something illegal. <laughs> this is like a tax loophole i, I feel like it. jimmy kerr i never even thought about it so <laughs> go handies bro um so that's why you chose precision, obviously. For this. Yeah, well, you gave me the option, so I'm going to stick to my guns. You, you, li- <laughs> <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> um, so what was your total score? Uh, 13. 13. Okay, 13 is just a, yeah, it's just a good success. You succeed at what you set out to do. So, yeah, you, you begin to fall, but you shoot out your scorpion tails uh, reflexively, and they... Um, connect with that stone and embed just enough to hold your weight and mm-hmm. you find yourself now dangling from your scorpion tails above a big open hole in the sand and Demi wanders along because this is the point where she joins and she looks she looks down the hole and she's like what are you doing Tress should I come down there too is this a game should I join uh, I don't. I don't think it's a game. Can I? Can, uh, Trestlespoon turns and looks down into the hole. Is it just a hole? Uh, yep. So it's just a dark hole in the ground. But uh, make a senses roll. Okay. Twelve. I'm absolutely crushing it. You can see very clearly in this hole. There is solid ground about twenty feet down. Mm-hmm. And it's flat. It's a flat surface clearly man-made okay so this is like the opening of a tunnel or something yeah there's some kind of underground structure beneath you okay Demi, i think there's i think there's some kind of underground network down here do you do you want to come have a come have an explore with me yeah i mean yeah but how do we get down here i didn't bring any rope you didn't exactly give me time I've got this long stick, but I don't think it's going to get us down there. Ah, uh, yes. You can pole vault into the hole. Um, uh, Trestlespoon has a spare scorpion tail, does he not? Can I can I throw that up? And can we use it like a 
a belay thing? You know oh, what I mean. And so you throw it up, and Demi's gonna tie it around her long stick, kind of, and then sort of like almost like a fishing pole. Lower you down. <laughs> That's so sick. Can, can I won't need... get any rolls. This is this is gold. Yes, this is good stuff. So we both slowly, yep. randomly lower ourselves. like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you, you get down there anyway, but Demi's still at the top. <laughs> come on, Demi, you can do it. Uh, uh, she does this weird, like, you know, that thing where people, like, pace in the same spot, like, almost like they're running, going nowhere. And then she goes, <laughs> okay, catch me. And she just sort of launches herself into the air and just starts falling. But you're attached to the thing, right? Can I, do I need the roll for yeah, catching well. or something? Well, it depends. What's your intention here? My, 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 my intention is to catch Demi and not do that old comic step aside and let her splat into the ground. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, in that case... Make a brawn roll? <laughs> no. <laughs> how, could, how could you do this to me? Uh, you uh, did it to yourself. I got I got four, so that's actually pretty good under the circumstances. <laughs> you got a total of four. Yeah. Wow. What did you roll to get that? I rolled a ten, took six off. You know. Okay. Do you have any specialties you could add? Uh, does trickiness help in catching? Yeah, can I kind of help with, like, like Demi does throw herself off, yes, but she's kind of looking at the ledge to see if there's any trailing underground, like, plants she could sort of grab hold of and slow herself on the way down, because I've got plants plus one. <laughs> so um, well, the way that. that the way that helping works in this game is anyone who can narratively justify helping someone else's role will give that person a plus two to their score. Okay. So you 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 having access to plants as you fall that you could use to maneuver your body will allow Trestlespoon to add two to his score. Okay, but that's still a six, and I can see on the chart that's still a failure. <laughs> but if he no. adds tricky, it becomes a questionable success. <laughs> How on earth can you add? Tr- can I? Okay, I'm gonna add trickiness. I'm gonna catch you trickily he's gonna add tricky be like oh i'm not gonna catch you oh i am gonna <laughs> yeah. catch you <laughs> yeah like a magician with a cape and a wand <laughs> <laughs> um okay against all odds <laughs> trestle spoon launches himself into the right spot to catch his falling friend and demi um uses some uh, moss on a wall as she's falling to push herself to the spot where Trissel Spoon is and her body thumps hard into him and you both hit the floor of this stone room uh, and get the wind knocked out of you and the next and you know what fuck it I'm gonna punish you a little bit because you did this to yourself <laughs> with your brawn scores I'm gonna make it even worse you're gonna have a minus you're both gonna have a minus three to brawn moving forward forever Ow. <laughs> I had a zero before. <laughs> no, just just until you've had a chance to recover. <laughs> you've you've both been physically weakened and had the wind knocked out of you, to the point where yeah, you've got a minus three until you have a break, basically. Fair, that makes sense. I'm gonna put this under temporary. 
immediately because of your dark vision you can see that you are in what is a square tunnel that goes off in two directions obviously as a as a, tar- as a tunnel would it's just a straight path um you find engraved on one of the walls there is not quite an arrow but shapes that are sort of reminiscent of an arrow pointing one direction and there is a big picture of a shield and there is also an arrow-esque shape pointing in the other direction with a picture of a cloud like engraved into the wall well clouds mean rain which is usually bad and shields stop things from hurting which is generally better i'm gonna go shield you follow the arrows off to the left that are pointing in the shield direction and you don't get very far uh before you both just die no um you (laughs) (laughs) you hear a sort of a a dripping sound like you would in in like a sewer or something just just a liquid falling from somewhere and hitting something solid okay just like a drip every three or four seconds well i mean that's good uh water being down here is good um usually means plants are living down here and anywhere that plants are living can't be bad yep so you just continue on and you find that up ahead there is uh, an archway and it looks like basically it's just a stone wall in this tunnel that is maybe even arbitrary like it's a stone wall separating one part of tunnel from another part of tunnel Mm -mm. Like, there doesn't really seem to be any reason for it, just because there's an archway in the middle of this wall open anyway. Um, But you can see that there is a liquid dripping from the top of the archway down to the bottom. Like, you would have to walk through this dripping liquid to get to the other side. You know, it's a known fact that anything the DM over-explains surely won't hurt us. Um, So (laughs) I feel like this is probably very safe, because Brad explained it quite hard. It's just a bit of world building. Yeah, totally. It's just description. It won't hurt us or change us in any kind of way. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we walk through. <laughs> okay. We don't investigate it. Yeah. You just walk towards it as you approach. Um, but, but because you're using dark vision in the dark, um, you can't really make out colors at all. But as you're about to walk underneath it, you do notice that the thing that's dripping is not water. It is thicker. It's more viscous. Mm. But, I mean, to dark vision, it, it's still grey, so you can't really tell the colour of it. I've got hmm. a snazzy hat on with a flower. I'm basically protected. And uh, Josh has got plot armour. I mean, so we're fine. <laughs> got heaps of it. Okay. I have, faith, I have faith in my snazzy hat with its flower to protect me <laughs> for anything that goes gloopy. So we're just going to blindly right. walk into the gloopy water. Let's do it. I think I'm going to go I'm gonna go quickly, but I'm, I'm going to, you know, okay. I'm going to look at you and go... And go, should we go fast? We go fast. Yeah. And then go. <laughs> Both of you make an agility roll just to determine how fast you bolt through this. Um, there, okay. there, wasn't, there won't really be failure failure, but we'll Nine. see. Nine. I got a seven. Okay. You both have a questionable success. Cool. So that means, yeah, you both run through this archway, uh, but you both get dripped on. Mm-hmm. And you feel like whatever dripped on you is not dripping off you and you both feel it sort of moving around on your body as if it has a level of sentience Ooh, my hat is it is it uh ticklish (laughs) 
Can I take off my hat and look at it? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you can take off your hat and look at it. No. Does it look different? It's got a sludge on it that as you go to inspect it, uh, it lunges out a tendril. Oh, and it rolled well. So what you need to do now, Jules, is it rolled to attack you with like a little sludgy tendril. Okay. So you need to roll how you would respond to that to being attacked typically it would be trying to dodge it or reflexively throw the thing away or Timmy scolds it just bad tendril bad sludgy thing on my hat get off my hat (laughs) (laughs) so it attacks you and you try to respond with words okay in that case I am diplomatic plus two I would like to use this Okay, it is already in the process of attacking, so but we'll see. Roll it up. Does this what? What am I? What am I rolling exactly? I guess you're rolling bond. Okay, well this is good because because I have a three in bond, uh, and then can I use my diplomatic plus two as well? Yep. Okay, so I have a three plus my two plus my seven, so I have a twelve <laughs> to okay. tell it off. It got a 13 to attack you, so it managed to slap you with a poison tendril in your face Ow. as you were telling it off, so you got a little bit in your mouth too, uh-huh. uh, and you take one limit damage. Okay. And in the pro- yeah, and you also drop it on the floor, so you drop your hat, you drop the sludge. Trestlespoon, you've just seen Demi get attacked by whatever little sludge was attached to her hat, and you can feel there is a sludge on your body as well. What do you do? Can I try and grab it? Uh, yeah. You can try and grab it. Make a, a precision. No, not precision. Fuck you. Make agility. <laughs> that is a nine. Okay, and it's going to try and evade you. Um, it's got stats all of its own. It's a morphous stat. Um, oh, it only got a three, so you are easily able to do so so what was your intention just to grab it and take it off you to hold it in front of my face and interrogate it (laughs) okay you hold it up to your face and it's going to get a turn to act so while you're while you're holding it up to its face uh, up to your face just like where demi did with her one it's going to try and attack Mm -hmm. you with a tendril and it's got a score of 12 you're going to have to roll Oh. to avoid getting attacked I, th- I thought it would be nice oh god what am I using here? agility? yep to react quickly seven seven seven, seven. ooh okie dokie so <laughs> okay um, it had a twelve seven it is five more than you you receive two uh-huh. limit damage as it poison slaps uh-huh. you right in the face um, causing you to Ooh. fall back unconscious. Huh. <laughs> and now Demi is standing there with two sludges. Oh, God. She pulls out her stick, takes a defensive stance, and goes, Have at you, sludgy poison grossness! And tries to smash the ground. Okay, as um, with with a, with attacking things, or actually with doing any kind of opposed action, you, you can aim at multiple targets. Mm-hmm. You'll just take a minus two for each target beyond the first. So if you wanted to try and hit both of them, you'd be taking a minus two. 
or okay. you can attack one without any penalties. Okay, I think I'm just going to try and attack one because I feel like I'm already not great at this, so I don't want to put a penalty on it as well. You know okay. what I mean? Yep, so these things are small. They are on the ground. You're trying to hit them with your stick. I'd go yep. with precision. Okay, the thing I have a negative one in. Let's go. And any specialties that relate. Yeah, I didn't really take stick handling as a specialty, which no, you I didn't. really should have. You're regretting that plant one now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sticks or plants? <laughs> well, I rolled a 10, so I have a negative one, so I got a 9. Okay, 9, and this one's just going to try and avoid you by being amorphous. It's going to try and change its shape to avoid it. And it only got a 6. So, you got a 9... Okay. It got a six. You are in the one to three more, so it receives one damage. Um, these things are on the bottom tier of monsters, so it only had one limit. So you destroy that one. Nice. So you hit it with your stick, and it just splooshes out in multiple directions. And then I yell at the other one, "I'm coming for you next." <laughs> <laughs> it responds to that by moving quite quickly, like a leap. Like a face hugger, like a, um, a xenomorph oh, face hugger would. It gross. leaps mm. at you with a po- to go for a poison slap. Ooh, it has a total of two. What do you do? Uh, I think I pull my stick up and I'm like trying to use my stick like a defense weapon, you know, like to swipe it to the side or something. Quick reaction, using it like a baseball bat. I'd call that mm. agility. Okay, let's go. Oh God, oh God, it's on the floor. Come back, dice. Where did you go? Oh, <laughs> hey, it's a 12. A total Yay. Of okay. <laughs> Floor dice for the win. Yep. So you, uh, so yeah, it, it got four, oh, it got a lot less than you. So yeah, you managed to sweep it away and it flings into a nearby wall. It doesn't take any damage, but the next roll it makes is going to be at a minus three. So it's at a severe oh, yeah. disadvantage. Nice. I like it. Um, so is Trestlespoon down still? Yeah, Trestlespoon's down. I wouldn't say he's fully unconscious, but he's he's, he's at he's at zero, so he can't act. But he's probably just on the ground, being like, "Oh, what happened? <laughs> like okay. I've been poisoned Ooh. in my face." <laughs> I tried to talk to the sludge. He's unable to do anything useful until he okay. gets healed, or until he can um, self heal himself during a rest. Okay, can I like thinking that I've kind of slammed this? sludgy thing away far enough when it tried to attack me can I drop down to my knees and sort of slap some plants on Trizzlespoon as my like my herbs okay yep I don't know what that is to roll I've got a medicine plus two but uh, yeah, bond so bond, bond. for healing okay. any, any type of healing is always bond okay so I rolled a seven plus three plus two so yeah so twelve to like heal Trestle Nice. Uh, yeah. So on a 10 to 13, he recovers two limit. So he is back up to full. Nice. Oof. So you just I'm managed like... to, yeah, you bring him back from the brink, um, from his little poison, poison in the face attack. Little, little poison trip. Do I have some sludge like poison marks on my face or do I look yeah, good you, as new? No, you've got a cool poison scar across your face, like where it, it embedded <laughs> in your skin. <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> Adventure. I don't know how Molly didn't notice that. 
um and the yeah the next act would either be trestle spoon after immediately waking up uh, but that, i'll leave that narratively to you or the sludge is going to come at you but it is at a minus three because it's been flung into a wall while the sludge is on the wall trestle spoon immediately regains consciousness and file fires the scorpion tail at the sludge on the wall okay so Can i do that yep so that's precision which is a plus a million so it is precision fuck isn't you it? <laughs> that is uh oh, 11 it, it rolled really well but it's got it's got the minus three so it's a 12 it's got a mm-hmm. plus two to being amorphous so that's a 14 mm-hmm. and then yeah minus three it's 11 i got 11 as a stalemate yeah so you just hit the wall next to it with your mm-hmm. scorpion tails but no one is affected negatively okay do these blobs have any like face or anything or are no. they just like they're just goop okay evil goop yep don't like them is it goop turn or is it my turn or whose turn yeah any, anyone's <laughs> turn would would you do you think that demi would be in a position to be able to act after healing trestle spoon so quickly is there mm. anything she could do from that position I think she would probably just look around to make sure that there aren't any other goops. She's aware that Trestle Spoon's engaging that one. Yep. So she kind of like gets up and puts her back to Trestle Spoon's back and kind of takes stance with stick just in case something else is sneaking up on them. Yeah. Okay. Ready yeah. for goop. So that, that's fine. What I'll do then is I'll give you a plus three to the next thing that you do if anything arises in that direction but okay. you are you are what like i would call ready, ready. yeah okay. mm. cool oh yeah and so the one that trestle spoon just missed with his scorpion tail it's going to throw itself in your direction with a total of three <laughs> for a poison a mighty slap attack with a mighty three so you're gonna have to a mighty leap react to that in some way can trestle spoon like reel back in the scorpion tail and while reeling it in hit it uh yeah i would say agility just to do that as a quick reaction yeah trestle spoon reels in the scorpion tail oh it's a 12 plus 4 16 nice yeah so again it failed really badly against you so the scorpion tail whips it in the back and it pulls it towards you really fast but it flings past like right past your head and then mm-hmm. glops really hard on the ground behind you. And again, mm-hmm. it's going to have a minus three to the next thing it does. It's at a severe disadvantage. Demi sees this thing flop down on the ground right beside her, go flying past her head, plop down right beside her. And of course, she's going to, the first thing she does is just yep. like <laughs> slam. <laughs> yep, she's ready. So roll it up, precision, with a plus three for being ready. Okay, so precision, that's an 8, but that's a negative 1, so that's a 7, but plus 3, so 10. So it'd be like, push it. Okay, <laughs> it's it going to so Yeah, it only got a 6 to be amorphous. So yeah, it only has one limit, but you deal 2 limit damage to it, so you obliterate Thanks. it with your stick. I was so ready for it. <laughs> yeah, and the tunnel falls silent. Apart from Demi going, cool. <laughs> yeah. Trussell Spooner looks back at the archway. Is that that gloop is just dripping down on the floor, eh? But it's lying still when it drips. Uh, yeah. What what is still dripping is just it looks like a lot less. Okay. Um, like it's thinned out, but it's it is still dripping. Uh, I shudder and I, I I raise my hand to the to the marks on my face and to see if they've. Uh, scarred at all 
Uh, yeah, feels like you got a minor scar. Ooh, nice. Demi can run up and be like, oh, uh, I've got some herbs that we could probably fix that later, uh, but not on me. Sorry. Uh, th- th- that's okay. A-, a good scar's a good sign of a good man. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't think that was the shield, though. That didn't feel so much like shield felt more like an attack. It felt more like a cloud to me, to be honest, in terms of which of the two they were closest to. There must be a shield up ahead somewhere. Well, unless they were lying to us and somebody switched the arrows. No, <laughs> that'd be really hard to do in a wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody's good at mosaics. <laughs> um, there's more, there's more, yeah, more tunnel, right? Yeah, yeah, we keep walking, I guess. Mm. I think I think Demi's now got her stick grazed though, and then occasionally she raises it up and tries to use it like a spyglass. It doesn't work, but it makes her feel better. Do you see any gloop up there? Any I, I can't. No. Oh wait, is that gloop? No wait, I think that's just a bit in the stick, and she just like shakes it, and this bit of gloop flies out of the hollowness, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're flicking goop. Um, so roll in a roll a goop attack against Tristan. No. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, you continue on, and the tunnel takes a sharp 90-degree turn to the right. Let's keep going. 90 degrees is the one where we turn around like a corner. Yeah, it's like a yeah. sharp a sharp twist of, 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 of everything. So let's not forget yeah. where we've been. So we, got, we went down here, and then we go right. So to get back, we go left. Okay. And d- down okay, here. So- this so is just like the tunnel under Dapton where Tristan's, we, you took two turns and Tristan was like, we're lost. <laughs> <laughs> and even Bamford was like, no, we just turned left twice. We're threads over. I'm drawing a map because yeah. Jules isn't good either. This is an L. Yeah. So you fell, yeah, you fell through the hole, you turned left. Oh. No, oh, it looks went, like it looks like this. Oh See, my I've God. got a pit, and yep. then I've got an arch, and then I've got nothing. Yep. Don't worry, I've got a 3D map I've drawn. <laughs> <laughs> I was being scribbled as soon as we rolled this up. This is overwhelming. Okay. So you turn, and yeah, there's more, just more tunnel ahead, but you can see that the walls are adorned with the same, like a repeating pattern of the shield symbol etched into the walls. And up ahead, there is some kind of slab or box or altar or something in the distance that protrudes from the floor hmm shall we approach that sticky outy slab shall we do this one stealthy instead of speedy i feel like speedy didn't work for our last time yeah yeah you'd think that speed would avoid gloop but it didn't speed (laughs) made the gloop worse Let's sneak up on the stone. I feel yeah. like stone can be tricksy. I mean, you fell through the last one, so... That's right. These stones are tricky these days. Keep your eye out for gloop. Got it. So I want to sneak towards the altar We thing. call it like, like an episode of Scooby-Doo with Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> Just doing that. Yeah. Zoinks! <laughs> yeah, zoinks, like toes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally that. Okay, roll um roll up in agility with some what or anything else with some sneak for the trestle spoon. Hey, I have sneak too. Yeah, it comes under tricky. 
Uh, I get nine total. Okay. <laughs> I only get a five because I rolled a three. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, that nine is a questionable success, Tracer Spoon. And that five for um, Demi is a straight-up failure. Mm-hmm. You stumble a little bit, and like you move, the way you move makes a bit of noise. Like you, you drop your stick, and it goes clack, clack, clack on the, and it echoes through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I'd say that that's the reason Trestle Spoon doesn't sneak very well either. So he yeah. is sneaking, but then your clicking stick makes him sort of stumble over his feet and turn turn back to look at you, like what the fuck, Demi? Yeah, <laughs> Trestle Spoon. Now he's too busy going. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. In a super exaggerated way, that's louder than this stick. Shush! Why are you being loud? (laughs) Quiet in the library. (laughs) Demi picks up her stick and shrugs like... (laughs) But nothing happens? Nothing nothing comes of it because you were successful, Trestlespoon. So you do manage to sneak, Mm -hmm. although not that silently, towards this... Thing, and you get close enough to see that it is a stone coffin or sarcophagus. Oh, oh. that's not anything to worry about. And it has it has shield symbols etched into it on like every inch of it is covered in shield like interlocking shield symbols. Okay. Uh th- I guess this 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 must be it. Trestlespoon knocks on the coffin. Hello, is that do you have a shield for us? Um, the sarcophagus lid, this heavy stone thing, shifts itself. Oh. It, like, a few inches. It just, like, scrape, stone on stone, scrape, 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 to open just just enough for something to shoot out of it very quickly. Something spectral and cold and forming above the sarcophagus is an image of a dwarven woman in like glorious battle armor with like a big shield on her breastplate and she says to you are you worthy um yeah of course he's worthy he's haven't you heard about his examples he's part of the apple squatter oh he stopped being part of the apple squatter to rescue all of us gnomes and if it wasn't for him we'd still be down there in the caves and the pits and stuff fighting against a demon well not really fighting just kind of sitting there but like he's trestlespoon of the apple squatter don't you know okay that's enough trestlespoon is clearly flattered by all this adulation he says well yeah i have done a few things or two but uh i i must be worthy and he stares smugly up at the specter but i must be worthy i've done a few things but i must be worthy <laughs> i've done a few things i must be worthy okay make a bond roll to convince uh-huh. this ghost that you are worthy of whatever you don't even know worthy of what can, can I consider my ranting to have assisted? <laughs> yes, you have mm. supported him with examples of his deeds. It adds an aura. I've got uh, 13. That is a success. The ghost ponders for a moment and then says, It seems, young explorer, that you have been deemed worthy. And then, almost like a vacuum cleaner got turned on, it gets sucked back into the sarcophagus and the lid slowly grinds back into place 
Trestlespoon stands around, glancing from side to side, waiting for something to happen. So, uh, where's the... was... what? What? Do you know what Elsa Shield is usually used for? To defend against intruders, right? So what if we're the intruders and the shield was protecting something? Huh. That's a clever theory. We should look around. See if there's something here that would be worth protecting. Yeah. Can we glance around the room? Uh, well, it's not a room. You're still in the tunnel. That sarcophagus oh, was sort of in the middle of the tunnel. The tunnel continues mm, to what okay. appears like another corner up ahead. Okay. Ooh, we go. Ahead we go. You keeping uh, track of this on your map? Yep. <laughs> she pulls out her herb pouch and she's like lined up some herbs in sort of a direction. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't look like anything you can. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you turn the next corner and you can see that there is flickering light up ahead, but it's very faint as if it's not directly in your line of sight. It's maybe reflecting from somewhere else, like a side room or something. Let's, uh, let's follow that light. Can we walk quickly to the source of the light? Yep. Do you try to stealth again or do you just walk? Um... I think we would be rattled enough to stealth again. What do you think, Demi? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. She's like, I'm holding on to my stick tighter this time. Yeah, you better hold <laughs> on to that stick. <laughs> Give it another go. Let Scooby do it again. Gotta, I've got to roll better than a three, surely. Oh, piss. <laughs> yeah, I did. But I rolled a four. I uh, a, <laughs> yeah, I got a six. So I got, I got six total, yeah. <laughs> So you both got a total of six? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's two just regular-ass failures. Uh, <laughs> you both go to stealth at the same time, and you're so focused on trying to do it right for yourself that you don't pay attention to the location of your friend, and you just clash right into each other in like very comically, like, boink, doink, boink, boink, hit the floor, um, and crazy music begins. <laughs> spoon, your plot armor is really noisy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I shouldn't have made it clang so loudly. <laughs> it keeps going. What? Buana, 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 buana. <laughs> yeah, you recover from having like fallen on your faces, but you know that you have not been quiet. Mm. Make a senses roll. Um, eleven. Oh no, eight. Nope, six. <laughs> I'm really rolling rubbish. Okay, so listening out, Demi hears nothing. You just hear the the sort of stale, calm air sound that the tunnel emanates. I don't think she stopped talking. That's probably why. Tress, yeah. do you hear anything? Do you hear anything, Tress? <laughs> it's so noisy in here. Tress, with a questionable success, you can faintly hear. Is it like maybe breathing? Maybe whispering? Like some kind of very faint sound up ahead. It's too faint to determine what it is, but something is making a sound up ahead. Okay. Okay. Trestlespoon stops dead in his tracks and decides to call out. And he says, Hello there! And it echoes down the hall. And yeah, in response to that, you hear, a, like, you both hear a very defined grunt of something that's being disturbed. Mm-hmm. And then you hear feet pounding at the stone floor. And then 
coming into view up ahead in the tunnel about maybe 50 60 feet away is a large humanoid ish shaped wolf person aka a werewolf he's <gasps> got big long sharp claws and it sees you and makes an angry noise and begins to charge in your direction what do you do oh my god So Trestlespoon and Demi raced off into the desert as night was beginning to fall, and now they're trapped in some weird underground... something? Is it a temple? Is it an evil monster's lair? Is it a nightclub for oozes, ghosts, and werewolves? I guess we'll have to wait to find out in part two next week. Big shout out and thank you to all of our amazing supporters over on Patreon. Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes, Irene Cuccia, Laura Christine Goodwin and James Blyseth, Sajo Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, Kai Dealer, Rihanna Kavalsic, Kevin Swift from The Dice Cult, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Litkais, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman from The Garada of a Podcast, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemansky, Damien Liberton, Andrew M, Alexander Waffles Williams, Jared from the Indie Film Review, Jamie Phillips, and Ezekiel Tarabarelli. Thank you all so much for joining the resistance and helping us make whatever this is. If anybody wants to support the show but doesn't want to become a patron, totally cool. The best way you can do that is by dropping us an awesome review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podchaser or anywhere that people will see it and be like, wow, somebody likes the show. I'll check it out too. That can really help us grow and help I just make us have the happy good feels. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week for part two of Trestle Quest. And that is why Rocky Road is definitively the best ice cream. Fine, I'll give you that if you agree that... If you say that the Toy Story's toys are not alive one more time, I will shove Rex up your... Do you miss sitting around the table getting into long debates about meaningless nonsense? Toys do not have souls! So, are we getting hot wings? Then you need the Moral Combat Podcast, where we take all of your favorite pop culture arguments and debate them tournament-style. Except while we argue, it's our audience that determines the winner. I used to have trouble sleeping. I just couldn't turn off my brain. Now I drift off planning my own Moral Combat arguments. I often have strange opinions, but can't share them with my family without being disowned. So I call the Moral Combat Hotline. They have to listen. And now I can attend Thanksgiving. Before I started listening to Mortal Kombat, I had no friends or confidence. Now, it feels like I have six new friends, and only one of them is imaginary and speaks in parcel tongue. Now I don't have to be the bad guy in my marriage. They can tell her how bad her taste in movies are. Recorded live via Twitch every week, come hang out and get back to discussing the important things. Available on all podcatchers by searching Mortal Kombat Pod. Thanks, Mortal Kombat! Follow us at Mortal Kombat Pod on all social media platforms or go to our website, www.moralcombatpod.com to find out if we're right for you. Side effects may include shouting at your listening device, replicating similar arguments with your loved ones, voting on multiple platforms for the same matchup, submissions of your own picks, urges to leave voicemails, desires to guest host, pondering who hurt Greg, and many, many more. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.